It's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider with Jeff Franklin, Stephen McFadden, Meg Herber, and Bill Petrie. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. The Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Jeff, Stephen, Meg, and Bill. And welcome to a platinum-level edition of the Industry Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Petrie. And yes, I'm that clairvoyant. We haven't even recorded this podcast yet, and I know it's going to be so kick-ass, you're going to call it platinum, dear listener. Well, maybe we just drop down to <laughs> copper with copper. that. So, uh, I like I said, Hot I'm metal. one of your hosts. Uh, I have three other people, friends, good people, good strongs with me. We'll get to them in just a second. But first, I want to thank our sponsor in Logo Mats. We talk about how they've been producing quality floor mats for over 50 years. One of the things I don't think distributors realize, it's really one of the most product pro- profitable product lines to carry. The pricing's on an A, and you can make over $1,000 on just a 10-piece order of their three by five foot uh, floor mats, which is their most popular size. You can offer your customers a product that really increases their brand visibility while also providing functionality and facilities. I'm telling you, these things are amazing. If you've not seen uh, what they can do over at Logo Match, talk about a logo that pops and it just draws people's eyes immediately. There's really few things better than Logo Mats to do that. So if you want to learn more, go ahead and visit LogomatsLLC.com. You're not going to be sorry you did. I always like to say, except when I don't, that this podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and, of course, Spotify. You can just use the handy search feature in your favorite podcast client and type in the words Promo Corner and hit that handy subscribe button. Now, like I said, for this copper-level broadcast, I have the lovely and talented Meg Erber. What up? <laughs> I have the equally lovely and talented Stephen McFadden. Why, thank you. Hello. And Jeff Franklin. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I'll take it. It's excellent. <laughs> so, <laughs> so today's topic is near and dear to my heart, certainly. We're going to talk about the Leadership Development Workshop put on by PPAI. It's commonly known as LDW, uh, happening here um, uh, this week or next week. I can't keep track of, of exactly when it's happening. October 20th. Um, I know it's October 20th. I just don't know when this exact podcast is going to drop, Stephen, so thank you for knowing that. Woo-hoo. So... <laughs> Let's start with you, Jeff Franklin. Yes. Why don't you explain to the people who don't know what LDW is, what it is, why it's important. And before you do, I am the Rack Board president at, right now, so I'm, I'd like you to lead this conversation because I have my definite opinions on what it is, <laughs> um, but I'd really like to hear yours. Do you want to set the precedence for what Rack is first? Uh, absolutely. As, the, as El yeah. Presidente of RAC. Yeah, you bet. So RAC is the Regional Association Council, and in very short, it's a group of elected, of 10 elected officers and one ex officio, which is the immediate past president um, from five large districts throughout the United States representing the 27 regionals to make sure that the regionals have a voice at the national level. So we are kind of the communications conduit, the RAC board, Regional Association Council Board. We're the conduit for communications between PPAI and the local regionals. Thank you, Jeff. That was so phenomenal. I don't know how to follow up with that. All right, well, thank you for listening to the podcast, everybody. Yeah, so LDW is is a phenomenal event that PPAI puts on, and it's basically a uh, a few days where um, the members of each board from the 27 different regionals across the the country come and gather uh, around PPAI headquarters in in, uh, Grapevine, Texas. 
and uh, we basically we get together and we discuss how to move the regionals forward. Um, this is this event is I guess it's a it's a rack thing, right, Bill? Like um, yes, rack puts it on. Uh, an association with PPAI, and it's, yes. it's definitely a PPAI event with with rack's involvement. For sure. So um, I like to think of of RAC sort of as like the liaison between PPAI and the regionals because we all do like to know the direction we're going to make sure that we're all sort of headed the right direction. And, and LDW is a great event where we all get together, uh, those that – um, that are volunteering uh, on on your uh, regional boards. Uh, we go there, and uh, you know we, we take over Grapevine for a couple of days and just discuss uh, how to make the regionals better, what problems we're facing, uh, you know what what events uh, are you know really catching on and doing great in certain territories, and how do we then duplicate that just to make sure that um, you know that, that we're we're all sort of on the same page. I don't know if that's a great definition or not, but that's the one I'm sticking to for now. Uh, that's a great, great description. Now, Meg, you've been a longtime attendee of LDW. Mm. I think you went, uh, <laughs> I think, 37 years in a row. Exactly. So share your experience about LDW and why it's important. Oh, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> no, uh, I was actually, I started on two boards. I was on the SAGME board for almost four years, and then I was also on the CPPA board for, I can't even tell you how long, um, probably four years as well. So I did go multiple years in a row, and it in I was still pretty newish, on at least on the supplier side, and it was a great opportunity. It was a great networking opportunity, number one. It was a great opportunity to learn um, how I can serve the board members and the, not, no, I'm sorry, not the board members, the members of the region better, whether like learning how to volunteer, how to get to people to volunteer, or just the different sessions that they had, whether it was social media or um, just learning just simple things that really helped me in not only my day-to-day, but also to be a better board member. Mm-hmm. In addition, mm-hmm. <laughs> there is a, they do take care of you as far as making sure it is a good mixture of um, professional learning and fun. I believe that there is a karaoke night every night. I think um, they stopped doing that this year. We've, we, we've done it back and forth. It's coming back this year, so okay. uh, people can be real excited. Then I'll start off with uh, Glenn Campbell's Rhinestone Cowboy. Somewhere in the middle, I'll mix in a little Van Halen, and then I'll shut it down with Billy Idol's Rebel Yell. Please Bruce continue. Korn usually, Bruce Korn usually comes in with his sweet <laughs> sweet home, or what is it, Sweet Car- or Caroline. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Well, I think one year, when Dan Jenny was president, we... Um, Got a little crazy. I think we had Fight Club up in his uh, his hotel suite, and it got shut down. But yeah, we don't talk about Fight Club, but I'm sure there's videos out there. <laughs> wow, sounds like what? you guys have a lot of fun at an event I've never <laughs> well, been to. All right, so so here's my perspective on it. Since you've never been, since you've never been McFadden, here's my perspective on it. So what it really helps, you know, every board there are 27 regionals. They have uh-huh. there's 27 boards. They're all volunteers, and a lot of people on the boards it might be their first time on a board and so it's it's if you've never been on a board before it can be somewhat of an intimidating experience but also can be a confusing one when you start talking about governance and the importance of leaving your company hat at the door yes. for example you know Huge. absolutely so when i was president of PPAMS or right now which is the promotional product association of the mid south which is tennessee or right now as the sitting president of the rack board when we're in those meetings i do not think of how does this affect Promo Corner 
as a service provider. You can't. You wouldn't be able to do your you job can't, properly. But, but, there, yeah. but there are people who do, unfortunately, they have a hard time taking off that hat. Um, and so what LDW does, it provides a lot of education, how to be on a board, how to be an effective board member, how to engage um, your other board members. But also, a lot of the regionals face very same similar challenges. How do we grow membership in an industry where there's continual consolidation? And so where I might have had, I used to have two memberships, one for Alpha Broder, or three memberships, one for Alpha Broder, one for Prime, and one for Jetline, which would result in maybe $500 worth of, of revenue. Now I've got one membership for all three companies. Um, and so you have you, that you have challenges there. How do how do you stay afloat? How do you stay relevant? How do you you know if you look at the landscape and what a lot of the regionals do, they do a lot of the same things. It's a lot of copycat. Not that that's wrong, because a lot of thing a lot of times what works for run regional will work at other regionals. And so that's one of the from my perspective, one of the best parts about the event is you get to hear what other people are doing in terms of driving membership, driving engagement, finding volunteers, and these are all challenges that the regionals face. And so you kind of get that group together. And yes, there's sessions. There's a lot of sessions, and you get yeah. things out of yeah. the sessions. Yeah. But I always walk out of there. The best things I get are those accidental collisions I have with someone right after I just saying something, and maybe we start talking about, well, you know, we're really concerned about our membership numbers, or we're really concerned about changing our trade show because we're just not getting the traction we used to. And just like PPAI, you know, if you ever listen to Paul Bellantone talk about Expo, he will call it its PPAI's annual bake sale. Okay, that is their not, that is their main revenue generator. Mm-hmm. If you look at the regionals, their main their their single main revenue generator is that trade show. Yes, membership is important and things like that, but it's really that the trade show. And unfortunately, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, regionals that are one bad trade show away from going out of business. Yeah. And so we, we, we really talk about how we keep viable, how we make sure that there's a voice at the national level for the grassroots movement that the regionals are. And so it's a very it's a very important event, but it's also a lot of fun. And I'm sorry I'm babbling. I'm actually no, participating no, this is in this all podcast. Good. No, this is great information that people – I missed it because it's been a while since I've been to LDW. And what you said was really resonated that each of these regionals, people, these representatives from each region, they come and they are able to discuss where they're lacking or where they're having trouble with. And what might not be working for you might be working for somebody else. So it's a great opportunity for, for these representatives mm-hmm. to get together and, and really – work together and kind of develop these game plans that can help each other. And, and everyone there is like has is the same mindset when I mean, we were all there to, to, to volunteer, to help, mm-hmm. to make this industry better and to make our regions better. And I think, yeah, you, you did hit the, the nail on the head with that one again. Yeah, L- LDW completely <laughs> changed my, uh, my perspective same. Of, of board service. Same. Um, yeah. you know, when I, when I joined the board, uh, and I joined sort of, sort of intermittently, uh, somebody had dropped off and uh, so I, I had been interested in board service uh, locally for, for quite a while. And uh, so when that position opened up, I was I was voted in to, to take over that role. So I sort of entered in the middle of a term. But, you know, literally from April until October, I had zero idea what the hell I was doing <laughs> on the board. Like, you know, there wasn't really any type of, you know, onboarding or anything like that. Um, you know, you when you're trying to sort of feel things out, and you really only get together once a month on a phone call, or you know, sometimes in person, uh, you're sort of trying to feel everybody out and figure out how how you fit in and what you're trying to offer to the regional. Uh, and you know, once I went to LDW, like things just completely lit up, and you know, my uh, commitment was for sure. Um, I guess it reinforced at that point, and I knew, you know, sort of what direction or directions we could go. 
from what you LDW, meant to your I regional. Could, yeah, exactly what, what I could yeah. provide to the board and to the membership for sure. Yeah, yeah, you so leave somebody, there inspired and motivated. Sorry about that. Go ahead. No, you're fine. No, it sounds sounds great. It sounds like there's a lot of um, kind of uh, I don't I would say neutral, but but pretty level information to kind of get all the regions on on one um, you know playing field, but also to be able to learn from one another's region. Um, mm-hmm. so, so I'm assuming this is then an invite only um, it, development conference. Well, yes and no. I mean, every region is invited, but you are selected by usually your ED or your president. Or if you're new to your board, they usually try to pick those guys because yeah, those are the people that need the training. The, really, the folks not a member of the region. This is not an open event. To no, all. no. Right. You have you have to be on the board yes. of your local yeah. region. Yeah, and, and typically any of the new they, they they send any of the new people. They send the incoming president of the association. Interesting. And okay. typically, there's one or two spots left available for a random person from the board to join. Yeah, yeah. it's generally a three year arc of yeah. LDW if yeah. you're on the board. So you'll go the first time and you're a little kind of bewildered. It's like the same. Yeah. yeah, it's just there's a lot going on. There's a lot to absorb. It's like drinking from a fire hose. And then the next year, uh, the second year, either you're going to hopefully your incoming president or your sitting president at that point, and you're really starting to help uh, to really understand how you can start giving back, and then that third year is really when it's give back. So to me, that's what LDW is now. Um, as member of the PPMS board and then the RAC board, I'm on like a six year arc. So I, I <laughs> I'm, I'm about LDW'd <laughs> out, but I love the event as much as you I love the that, event. Yeah, you I, get I'm that. about you know, but I will say, if you look back, and I'm, Meg can absolutely attest to this. There was this three-year arc, and you do the same. You, there was three things you would do over the course of those three years. There's one night would be a little bit different, and they'd go to the same three spots. So God forbid you went to fourth year, you started repeating things. And so we've really tried to take that out of it and try to do things a little bit differently, do a little things more off campus, get out of the, the convention to, or the uh, the resort. It's not even a resort, but it's a, it's oh, a we, big, giant hotel situation. Yeah, we didn't leave the resort at all. Yeah. All three years. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. Except for maybe the, the very last. But it's night. okay. That's why Fight Club happened. Now, as yeah. far as um, re- regional representation, I'm, d- I'm just curious what what's the what's the like percentage makeup? Is it is it a pretty good mix? Suppliers, distributors. Is oh it yeah. Heavier on one side or the other. It, it depends it... on it. Every board has its own personality. Just like yeah. you know, I always sure. make this analogy. The cool fraternity at one college is the dork fraternity at another college. It just does. There's no rhyme or reason. So you're going to have boards that are going to be very supplier heavy. Um, you're going to have cool boards ones. that are yeah, no, whatever. <laughs> and then you're going to have you're going to have boards that are distributor heavy. And then you're going to have balanced boards. You know the hard thing is, and the biggest challenge I think facing the regionals right now, uh, and there's a lot, is finding the next group of leaders of volunteer servants. Um, you know, there are, there. well, it is. That is. It, 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 it really is. Serpent. <laughs> and, and what I see happening is when I first got involved in the regional, at the regional level back about 10 years ago, I was on the board of PPA Chicago. I ran against people. It was an election. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now it's almost like at some uh, some boards, and they, they shall remain nameless, but some regionals, it's almost begging, would you please volunteer, please, 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 please. Yeah. And... No one likes to be voluntold to do something. <laughs> um, and, and that's what it's starting. I fear that we're kind of turning. We haven't made the regionals and then therefore LDW and RAC meaningful enough to 
a younger group of people as to why they would want to be involved. You know, we talk about how millennials and Gen Z desperately want to be part of something larger and giving back, and here's this wonderful opportunity, but yet we just don't see the engagement we would like to. Now, to me, that's a failure on our, our part, yeah. not not explaining value yeah. uh, and not showing value, but it, it's a concern. So right now you have regionals that, it, you know, it's kind of like if they have a pulse and they're a member of the regional and, and, they, don't, and they don't drool a lot, <laughs> sit on the board. I'm out. I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I started drooling. <laughs> there are good. There, there are boards though that are extremely vibrant, Stephen. That are that that have people who are wanting to serve. CPPA. So it just, yeah, I had, yeah, I, mean, I had to be elected. I had to be voted in when I was on CPPA. There's yeah, a lot of us yeah. that were trying yeah. to be on that so, board. So here's a here's a mm-hmm. question I have as an outsider. So this is um, I hear LDW mentioned that like it's a code name and like, it's a secret club because <laughs> it is. Um, it is. You're not allowed <laughs> in, Stephen. It's, it's, it's what it feels like. But I but I am wondering. You know, um, you know, Bill just mentioned it's it's you know there's everyone needs to know about it. There's value to it, but no one like talks about it. That's outside of. That's why the, we're doing this podcast. Yeah, no, I, I get it. <laughs> um, but but I'm wondering, like, is there, you know, by not opening up to more folks, or even maybe having like an overview uh, for anyone that wants to read, is, is that it's, stuff exists out there? Yeah, it's all there. Yeah. I mean, okay. it's just it, look. Here, here's the challenge, Stephen. Yeah, and and you bring up very valid points, by the way. The challenge is you have a staff liaison at PPAI, which happens to be Dana Geiger. Uh-huh. It's not her only job function; she's got sure. other job functions. And then you have a group on the rack board. So I, I'm president. We've got great people on the rack board: Kenny Vedd, David Schultz, uh, Lori Bolton. I mean, I've got some great people, and, and I'm not naming everybody, but I mean, Amy Rabbity. We got great people on the board. We're all volunteers. None of us yeah. are getting paid. So at some point, sometimes, I'm sorry, the promo corner gig takes a priority. It's course. going to have to. Yep. Yeah. And so you have every other regional that has the same thing. You have one paid staff member, which is generally your executive director, your ED, uh-huh. and then everybody else is volunteer. And so you're going to have years where you have super engaged board as an executive director, yeah. and they're willing to do whatever it takes. And then you're going to have years where it is mind-numbingly horrible because you have people Plenty. who just want to be on yeah. the board because they want to throw it on a resume. Yeah. So it, it it ebbs and flows. So it all exists, but again, the challenge is how much time can, can one devote. Look at the PPAI board. If you look at the PPAI board and the chair of the PPAI board especially, which happens to be Brittany David this year, the amount of time that she has to take away from her actual paying job is astounding. And if she didn't work for an incredible company like Snugs that allows her the ability to be that person, that message wouldn't get out there. Right, Because I can can point specific people who have been chair of the board and done the same thing that Brittany did, but they had a small distributorship they ran and they went out of business. So oh, wow. there has to be a balance there. So it's and, and I will tell you without getting into detail because I can't and it's not because it's a secret society. It's because decisions haven't been made yet, Stephen. We're really looking at ways. How do we make sure we get this information in front of people so that they can understand it? It's not some secret society, although I can see from your perspective why it feels that way. Part of it is we're an industry of acronyms. We start throwing around acronyms from yes. day one and we assume everybody knows what we're talking about. You guys um, named all your regional camp uh or excuse me their their your regions and acronyms i had no idea what you're talking about at first i thought you guys were doctors 
That was okay, a good that joke. Was, that was a terrible joke. It wasn't a joke. Um, <laughs> well, and I try to. I, I try to say, you know, like when I say PPMS, it's the Promotional Products Association of Mid-South or the RAC Board, Regional Association Council Board, and it tends to be redundant. I'd be, you know, turn in the redundant man of redundancy. Yeah. I but, still have my um, cast. For all of you that are wondering, it hasn't gone away yet. Oh gosh. <laughs> the mass cast. So we just end this podcast now? <laughs> I, I think we're very close to doing exactly that. And when I say ending it, this might be the last episode. So. No, I will say, though, if you are on a board and, and you haven't gone to LEW, I, I highly recommend it. It's such a great opportunity just to learn and to get motivated and bring those ideas and that you know inspiration back to your board because that's why they're sending you, to bring that back to help them grow or help them fix whatever problems. Or maybe there is no, there aren't any problems, but... You want to just maybe bring in some fresh ideas to spruce up the next trade show. Whatever it may be, if you have the opportunity to go to LDW, take it. It's only going to make you a, a better person, a better salesperson, a better marketing person, a better person for your board. Well, and, and the only thing I'll add to that, just, oh, Jeff, do you want to add something real quick? Yeah, no, I just wanted to say that <clears throat> so with LDW, I think PPAI basically pays for, um, I think it's five folks, including the executive director of the association that come to the event. Mm-hmm. Uh, the association pays for the the airfare, uh, and then PPAI basically picks up the rest of the rest of the tab, uh, other than you know some drinks maybe at Bonnie and Clyde's in the evenings or whatever. But um, ultimately, uh, I know our region feels so heavily important, or feels so. Uh, so LDW is so important to our region and what we get out of it. We're actually sending additional people from our region to go this year. Yeah, uh, I think we've got seven or eight folks from our region coming. What we region? wanted to send the entire again? board. Is that CPPA? What's that? Is that CPPA? Yeah, awesome. Chesapeake Promotional Products awesome. Association for Stephen. Yeah. For Stephen, um, yeah, and the others. And uh, so, yeah, we're we're bringing <laughs> we're bringing you know we were trying to bring the entire board, uh, but there was a couple mm-hmm. people that had some other traveling uh, in- engagements that they they were committed to, but. Uh, everybody was super excited to come, and I think yeah. it's it's going to be phenomenal. We're going to do a uh, on the very last night after after LDW is wrapped up. We're actually going to do a um, an in person board meeting to sort of hash stuff out while it's fresh in everybody's mind. I think it's going to be really great. Good. Um, the other thing that I wanted to ask Bill, and maybe you, if you wanted to add something to that, you can, and then I can come back to the question because I'm sort of going to shift uh, shift topics a little bit. Yep. Okay. So yeah. You, no. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> go for it. I thought we were wrapping up, and all of a sudden, I think we're firing back up. Let's go. No, no, no. So, I was just going to ask you because you know, like I said, it, it, it from April until October, I had zero idea what the hell I was doing on the board. My concern, and I'm sure you've heard this before, is the rack president. Why is LDW so late in the year when most uh, onboarding yep. happens in January? Yeah, so that's, that's a good a, idea. That's, that's a great, great question. question. Yeah. So I'll answer that. Um, Sadly, it's because it's pretty much where it fits in the calendar. Right, it's the only right. so time, one yeah. of one of Correct. the things one of the things I as I came in and I had specific goals and objectives coming in as rack board president. One of them was I want the rack board to have a little more teeth, a little more say. Number two is I want to define um, I want to I want to define some parameters for what the um, RAC delegate does, the Regional Association Council delegate does, and that's someone who sits on every regional board that uh, is is kind of the liaison between the RAC board and the regionals. Um, and third, I wanted we want to see if we can realign um, how, how this is done, because I agree with you. The timing stinks. So one of the things we actually are about to roll out is not only a job description for that RAC delegate, because if you've ever been a RAC delegate, you don't even know what the hell you're doing. 
because yeah, there's no delegate. training for it. We, you know, on our on our monthly uh, call, you know, that's always part of the uh, the agenda is is rack and a rack update, and there's literally never anything to update anybody it, on. It, exactly. So, yeah. <coughs> excuse me. So, and the other thing is, so what we want that the we want the rack board or, or the rack delegate nominated for the incoming year before. LDW want them coming in so that they have a full year as rack delegate. So we're trying to shift that, but it's, again, it's a lot of moving parts. Think about how hard it is for the four of us to schedule times to record. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's very difficult to move a monolith like that. So as the rack board, we don't have oversight over the regionals, so we can't say, "Hey, make your board year from August to August," right. which would be great um, for this event. So we can we can suggest which we're doing to certain things, especially like I said, the rack delegate. Um, but ultimately, it's up to the regionals, and so we're gonna we're gonna continue having these conversations. I agree with you; it's not great timing, uh, but it, part part of it it is what it is. So how do yeah. we maximize? Because it's in October, and I agree, again, I agree with you. But how do we help the regionals maybe maximize what that event is? Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree with you. Well, I just think, I mean, because I understand the struggle with that for sure, and I knew that that was going to be the answer. But I figured I'd ask the question anyway. No, I'm glad. A it's... little bit, of, a little bit of extra uh, something, something in there because other people might be thinking it as well. But um, so one question that I have, or one thing that I think that we should really focus on at LDW, since it is something that. Um, that that happens later in the year and you know much later in somebody's term mm-hmm. um you know is maybe helping the regionals do an onboarding you know and, and really focusing on onboarding new it's, board uh, members in order to uh help them so you, get up to speed yeah it's very interesting you bring that up so you'll see that this year there's going to be an entire session about that and also kind of a packet um, that everybody can tap into because one of the things look the real goal for the re- rack board is to make sure that every regional has the tools necessary to be effective mm-hmm. and that's a tool and that's something we need we need to do so um, really great conversation really great questions I'd like to just wrap this up by saying <laughs> look if you're thinking if you're on the fence about volunteering and being part of a local board I will tell you from experience it's one of the most fulfilling um, things professionally I've ever done. So many people have helped me along the way um, to get to wherever it is I am at today. It would be irresponsible of me to not try to give back in some way, shape, or form. And to Def- me, that started with board service. Definitely the best thing I've done as well for my career. Yeah. It's and, and it also, you know, I, I find that the more I give, I get back tenfold. And it's mm-hmm. not beca- and it's not a selfish thing. It just happens. So, if you're thinking about getting involved in the regionals, please do. It's a it's a wonderful experience. And uh, the rack uh, the the LDW this year is going to be very different than in years past. We're, we're placing a lot more premium on uh, outside classroom collisions and conversations. So you know we continue to evolve that event and make it hopefully more meaningful for everybody. So and you know what else is meaningful, guys? Ooh. Logo mats. Jeff, I love you. Yes, it would be the good folks at Logo Mats. You know, they have mats for just about every single application. Indoor mats, oh yeah. Outdoor mats, please. Mm-hmm. Counter mats, of course. Anti-fatigue mats, come on, of course. So if you want to learn more, visit LogomatsLLC.com. You absolutely will not be sorry that you did. Miles Wadsworth and his team are going to help you out and help you make some more money. Guys, thanks again for podcasting, and let's uh, let's do this again at a time of our choosing. Absolutely. Sounds Bye, nice. everybody. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.